Hello, 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 hello. It's your girl, Dr. Yvonne, the teacher that talks. Thank you for joining me tonight for another Teacher um, teacher Talk Tuesday. And today we just want to talk about Black History Month. Let's celebrate. As we know, um, this is a leap year. So we have an extra day, y'all, for, for Black History Month. So it's 29 days in the month that we get to celebrate who we are. But it's funny because, you know, we have, for the holidays today, you know, I was just thinking about what I wanted to do and to celebrate Black History Month. So I decided to decorate my door, um, something that I, I've never done before, but I've seen it a lot. A lot of teachers decorate their door for, for Black History Month with the big afros and, you know, all of the Black people in history and all of that good stuff. So I decided to do that. The first time that I ever decided to do that. And I get to work today and I'm putting up my stuff. And I get a knock on my door saying, you have to take this down. I'm like, what? Excuse me? It was like, you have to take this down. It was the fire marshal coming around with one of the teachers, um, checking the doors and fire hazards. Told me I had to take the stuff off my door because it was, we couldn't have construction paper on the door because it was a fire hazard. It's a wooden door. How was the construction paper a fire hazard on a wooden door? If a fire break out, the wood is going to stay lit longer than that paper wood. But I thought it was really interesting seeing that we had contests for door decoration for Christmas. For Halloween, we then decorated all of the doors. We had all of these other holidays that we were able to decorate our doors. But when it comes time for us to celebrate Black History Month, now we can't decorate our doors. Y'all... This is crazy. It's crazy to me. And I'm thinking about all of this and all of the stuff that they're doing in Black History Month that is taking away from us celebrating who we are. Now, I told y'all before about the little program that they have called Now That You're 10. That's next Friday or this Friday, I believe. One of them. It's this month. They're having that in February. Black History Month, where the county sheriff for Fort Bend is coming into our school to talk to our third, fourth, and fifth graders about now that you're 10 and what that program entails. Now, I found this out last year when I went and I was hot. What it entails is they tell them that the police can come in to the school now that they're 10 if they're cutting up and take them out in handcuffs and take them to juvenile hall strip search them, put them in chains, give them a little orange jumpsuit and sit them in there with other criminals until they get a trial date. And there's nothing the parents can do about it. Once they get there, the parents can only visit during visiting hours. This is what they're doing for us during Black History Month. 
We're supposed to be celebrating our accomplishments. We're supposed to be celebrating what we've done as Black people and how we've overcome and how we've made it over. But yet it seems like we still under. We still the underdog. We still got to fight for our freedom because we don't have it. Parents, I ask the question, can the parents come to this program? Were the parents notified that you were having this program for their young kids now, about now that they're 10? Because I've talked to so many Texans who don't seem to know what this program is about, who's never heard of it. Yet Fort Bend County goes into every school in Fort Bend. Or let me put it this way. They go into every school where we are and talk to our children about now that you're 10. And they said that their number one reason for taking a child out of the school in handcuffs is for disrupting the educational process. Now, we have so many students who are doing things and nothing's being written up. Nothing's been done about it. So how are you going to justify to a parent that you now have to call the police. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. They don't even have to call the police anymore. Why? Because we now have a, a police liaison in our in our school. Full-time, there, every day. So if they cut up, they're right there. All they got to do is go to the classroom and get you and take you out of here. But yet we have parents who are concerned, who call us tripping about their kids, you know, not being able to get cupcakes and stuff, but you're not worried about a police officer being in a, in a building with your child. That if your child is cutting up too bad, that they can put them in handcuffs and take them, take them away. But you're concerned about, and, and I'm being honest because I had this happen last year. I had a parent who called the principal on me because I wouldn't let their child have a cupcake. But your child not doing his work. Because it was a student who came in who had their birthday and they brought cupcakes. And I told them, if you're not doing your work and you're not on point, I care less about a cupcake. You can take them cupcakes home. Where your parents at when y'all sitting in here not doing any work? But you want to bring cupcakes in here to disrupt my educational process? You want to come in here and have cupcakes to disrupt the learning? Y'all can have them cupcakes at lunchtime. But I'm not going to stop instruction to hand out cupcakes because it's your birthday. If you want to do all, I mean, I understand. They can have the birthday party during lunch. But why are we stopping instructional time to hand out cupcakes? But my problem was I had called this parent several times about their child not doing any work by not turning in anything. But you couldn't respond to me about that, but you can call me about your child not being able to have a cupcake. Because he came home crying because he couldn't have a cupcake. Yet we have these programs put in place by the police to come in and talk to your children about how they can put them in handcuffs, shackles, really, because they have the little belt around their waist with the handcuffs connected to it. And then they got the little shackles around their feet where they attach to somebody else. Y'all, that's slavery. That's how they shackled them and put them on the slave ships. And we still doing the same thing here, but we don't even, we're not even aware of it. I'm so glad I don't have no kids in school at that age. Cause they would throw me out. 
they would probably arrest me because it would be on and popping. No, we're not doing this. But we have so many parents who are so busy, frustrated and looking at the wrong thing, dealing with the wrong stuff to even see what's going on. Your kids not doing their work. I had a parent who, who was fussing about their child not getting their work done and not passing and want to know why. Well, you when you take your child out of school early, three days out of the week, and he misses my class, why do you think he failed? You make that make sense for me. But you want to send an email, but you want to sit down and have a conversation with me about why your child is failing my class. Well, let your child stay in school and maybe they wouldn't be failing. Stop taking them out early three days a week and they miss it out on instruction. If you want to take them out, you homeschool them. But then y'all want to come back and act like it's the, it's the teacher's fault that the child's not getting what they're supposed to get. I can't give it to them if they're not in my classroom. I'm not doing one-on-one -on -one outside of the school. So if you want your child to get instruction and to be able to get the proper instruction, make sure they're in the classroom. I understand things happen. You might need to take them out. But I know as a parent, I did everything in my power to make sure I never had to take my child out of school early for a doctor's appointment or anything else. Anything I had to do, if I needed to do it, if I didn't have to take him out of school, I didn't. If I could make his appointment for after school hours, I did that. Do not miss in school to, to go to a doctor. Not if it's not a serious thing. Now, when he had to have surgery in his mouth for his teeth and the dentist, well, that's something you couldn't couldn't change. So, you know, you had the surgery whenever they scheduled the surgery. But just for random stuff, no, stop pulling your kids out of school. And then want to come jumping on the teacher about them not getting what they need. It doesn't make sense to me. But we're having a hard time. I mean, I wanted to celebrate. I'm trying to celebrate. So I took it off. They told me I could put it on the wall, but that's besides the point. I want to decorate my door like all the other people. Now, you know, we have to abide by these guidelines, but I'm trying to figure out where were you doing Christmas? Where were you doing Halloween? When they had all of these doors decorated, the fire marshal didn't come into the school then. You wait till February. Black History Month to come in and do a spot check on safety. And what's going on with the doors. But I'm still just really torn or, or you know, thrown back by the fact that they said it was a it was a fire hazard to have the paper on a wooden door. Y'all make that make sense for me. Make it make sense for me. Tell me, this is the only, this is the major exit out of your classroom. So you can't have it covered and obstructed by paper. Maybe it's a wooden door. If this building catch on fire and this door catch on fire, that paper is irrelevant. That wood is going to burn and it's going to burn and it's going to burn. But I took it, I took it down. I moved it off the door and I put it on the wall in the hallway. But it's just the principle of the thing. Why, why now? Why y'all coming here now? It just seems like it was just a setup to come in for February. Why y'all got all this other negative stuff that y'all doing that y'all bringing in February? 
I mean, we just had celebrated Rosa Parks' birthday on Sunday. Uh, uh, her birthday was Sunday. We celebrated it Friday. Now the fire marshal coming in. You know, where's Joe Smith? I understand why he didn't lean on me. He, he put all them chains on there to keep the fire marshal out. Y'all causing havoc. Telling us it's a hazard. Y'all creating hazards. But what do we do? We complied. Because we're the only ones, our schools, with our children, where we are, are the only ones that's probably trying to decorate anything to show them something about their history. They're not going to get it at any other school. Oh, but if the other schools do it, they get all the pull, they get all the hype. We're like, oh, they're so in tune with their students. Uh, what? Whatever. We need to be able to express ourselves without having to be penalized for. That's all I'm saying. It's just crazy the way things happen and the way they do it. But, but, you know, Black History Month, shortest day of the month, they give it to us. I had a student, um, I was putting up my board and on it, I had the little woman with the Afro, I'm putting the Afro up there. And it said, I am Black, because I didn't get to finish putting it up there because I had to take it down and move it. So it was hard for me to put it up and be out of my classroom, but with it on my door, it was easy for me to do, just go around there and do that. But I had to wait. And it was going to say, I am Black history. Now, this is why we need to be teaching Black history, because this statement was made by a child that just threw me. And she read it. They was in the hallway, and she read it. She was like, oh, that's a racist statement. And I'm I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about. I was like, who made a racist statement? She was like, nobody. She was like, the, the bulletin board. Because it says, I said, what, what's racist about it? She said, it says, I'm Black. I said, I am Black. I'm like, aren't you Black? I said, if you go out somewhere, people are gonna look at you and they're gonna they're gonna say you black. So how is that a racist statement? I'm like, we need to understand what racism is. Me identifying with me being black is not racist. I know I'm black, and I told her, I told her, I told the whole class. I was just told, telling the whole class because she said it in front of the whole class. I'm like, if I walk into any building, any store, and people are looking at me, they're gonna be like, ooh, the black woman right there, the black lady. I, they're going to identify me with being black. At least that's what they say on the outside. And like I told her, I'm not black color-wise. I'm caramel. I'm not black. But we have those characteristics that we've been called those things by other people. We've been called black. We've been called Negroes. We've been called niggas, Negroes, whatever. But we seem to think it's... We don't understand basically where those things came from because you are black african-american you can call it whatever you want to they're going to see you as a black person period so the fact that it said i am black it was really a true statement but what it was going to say and what it says now is i am black history but this is the problem our, our kids don't know that our kids don't understand the struggles that we went through for them to be able to sit in these little classrooms now and be who they are. Because you are still black. Go to a school that's definitely white. They're going to look at you and say, oh, the new black kid. Don't get offended. Don't get upset because that's who you are. Embrace who you are. Know who you are. But my thing is, is I'm going to have a wall with all African-Americans, black folks, whatever you want to call it, 
on the wall that has something to do with everything that we could possibly be. Because they need to understand that we are Black history. But you can't know where you, who you are until you know where you've been. So I was kind of taken back by them telling me to take my door down. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to celebrate. But I didn't let that get to me. I took it down, moved it over. We just going to have a wall for Black history. Now, it's not going to be my door. It's going to be my whole wall that's going to be decorated. So thank you, Fire Marshal, for opening up that avenue. Because I wasn't really going to do anything to my wall but hang up some pictures, you know, in the little sleeves. But thank you so very much. Because now I'm going to decorate my whole wall for Black history. Hello. <laughs> we still going to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. We need to celebrate who we are. Our students need to see us celebrating who we are and what we've done, where we've been and what they can achieve. You're not just black. You can be a black entrepreneur. You can be a black writer. You can be a black contractor. You can be a black singer. You can be a black author. You can be a whole lot of black stuff. Black is who I am. Black is who I'm going to be. And I'm not ashamed to be black. So thank you for joining me today for our Black History Program with Teacher Talk Tuesday. And until next time, guys, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day and your month. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy Teacher Talk Tuesday, it's with Dr. Yvonne. Next time, for more incredible stories, struggles, 